Alright, let's run through these. I'm, I'm, I'm not waiting for anybody. So, I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart to stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. The joy, 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 three, down in my heart. Down in, the last one. Down in my heart, I've got the joy, 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 down in my heart. Down in my heart to stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. Oh, no more shackles, no more chains, no more bondage. I am free. Yes. No more shackles, no more chains. No more bondage, I am free, yes. Joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart, down in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart to stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. And I'm so happy. So very happy, I've got the love of Jesus in my heart, yeah. All right, so let's try to speed it up a little bit. Huh? The whole thing faster. The whole thing just like that. Uh, huh? This, yeah, the same speed as, uh, as uh, Freedom. Just kicking it. Straight. Yeah. So I'm going to start off with uh, No more shackles, no more chains No more bondage, I am free No more shackles, no more chains No more bondage, I am free I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart to say, and I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart, and I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. I've got joy, I've got joy, I've got joy. I've got joy, I've got joy, I've got joy. So, 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 so,
I've got the joy, 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 I've got the joy. Okay, I'm not sure about that one now. Hold on. Okay, uh, do you guys remember this one? Uh, you won't hear it, but let's do it anyways. So, um, so after the freedom and, uh, yes. Freedom. No more shackles, no more chains. No more shackles, no more chains. Okay. Oh, clap your hands, all your people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Oh, clap your hands, all your people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Oh, clap your hands, all your people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Oh, clap your hands, all your people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Sing, oh, sing, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I need you guys. I need you guys to sing it. Please, I need you to sing. Don't, don't, no. I need you guys to sing that part. Holly, Holly. Sing it, because I don't hear you guys. Sing it. Just go on up. Here you go. So, um, oh, clap your hands. Here you go. Five, six, seven, eight. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout out to God with the voice of triumph. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout out to God with the voice of triumph. Clap your hands, all your people. Shout out to God with the voice of triumph. Oh, clap your hands, all your people. Shout out to God with the voice of triumph. Oh, for the Lord, for the Lord is good, and His mercy endures forever. For the Lord is good. And His mercy endures forever. Yeah, 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 yeah,
Jesus only.
check. All right. Y'all ready to worship Jesus tonight? Come on and stand up on your feet, won't you? Father, before your throne we stand. So grateful for what you're going to do. Come on, God's going to do something tonight. He's going to touch us, going to change us. Come on, lift your voice. God, thank you. Move in power, God. Move in power, God, I ask, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Move in power, God. Touch us, change us. May we never be the same. You give me a little bit more mic, please. A little bit more. There we go. That's it. Perfect. We thank and praise you that you inhabit the praises of your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, Micah. Come on, team. Let's worship God. Singing no more shackles, no more chains, no more bondage. I am free. Yes. Oh. No more shackles, no more chains, no more bondage. I am free. Yes. Sing freedom, 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 freedom. Sing, I want to praise a little longer. I want to praise a little longer than before. I'm going to lift my hands higher than before. I'm going to shout. I'm going to shout a little louder than before. I'm going to shout a little louder than before. Freedom. 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 I want to worship. I want to worship a little deeper than before. I'm going to love you more than before. I'm going to dance more freely than before. I'm going to dance more freely than before. No more shackles, no more chains, no more bondage. I am free, yes. Oh, no more shackles, no more shackles, no more chains, no more bondage. I am free, yes. Seek freedom, oh, freedom. Dance of freedom, God. Oh, yes, no more shackles. No more shackles. No more chains. No more bondage. I am free. Yes. No more shackles. No more chains. No more bondage. I am free. Yes. Oh, Worship you tonight, God, unashamed, 
aware of what you've done, God. Lord, we worship you, God. Thank you for your joy, God, that you've given us, God. Come on, clap your hands. Let's see this with me. You guys should all know this one. It's a little oldie. The kids should know it. Let's try this one. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart to stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart to stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. Oh, no more shackles, no more chains, no more bondage. I am free. Yes. Oh, we are free to dance. Oh, yeah. No more shackles, no more chains, no more bondage. I am free. Yes. Sing freedom. I got the joy, I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart, down in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart to stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. Oh, and I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart, and I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart, yes. So we thank you for your love, God. Thank you for your joy, God, yes. See, don't clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Sing, oh, clap your hands. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Sing, for the Lord is good. For the Lord is good. And His mercy endures forever. For the Lord is good. And His mercy endures forever. Oh, clap. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Sing for the Lord is good. For the Lord is good. And His mercy endures forever. For the Lord is good. And His mercy endures forever. Oh, yes. Sing this with me. Here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah
Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout out to God with the voice of triumph. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout out to God with the voice of triumph. Say it one more time. Oh, clap your hands. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout out to God with the voice of triumph. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout out to God with the voice of triumph. Come on, give a shout to the Lord. Yeah, for the Lord. For the Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. For the Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. Worship you, Father, because you alone are worthy, God. Lord, we sing hallelujah, hallelujah, to the King of kings, the Lord of lords, God.
exalted I and the train of his sat around him and cried oh, you are holy oh so Him on the keys, especially in the mains. Come on, just worship Him. Jesus, come by your fire, come by your anointing. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Touch your people. Touch your people. Fire. Fire tonight. Fire. Fire of the Holy Ghost upon us. Jesus.
fresh from God. You need to be filled with the Spirit tonight. Come to the front right now. Come make a line all the way across the front. Come on, just let God touch you. Come with an expected heart. Tonight, let the Lord touch you.
to the banqueting table there and you have ministered to them and your words of encouragement, your smile and the grace that's been upon your life has touched families deeper than you will ever know. You are talked about and you are remembered even at tables in people's homes. But as you have been there even for these past 27 years, there's coming now an elevation to you. God is going to bless you. And it's going to be supernatural. And when it comes, you'll just stand in awe and know that He's no man's debtor. They've never seen the righteous forsaken or begging bread. And as you've worked under the Lord, God is a reward for you. Of course, there's one in heaven. You'll have to wait for that one. Because God's going to reward you in the earth too. I just see great blessing coming your way. Great blessing. Great blessing. Great blessing. Touch her now. Come on, if you have the freedom to pray in the Spirit tonight. You have the freedom to pray in your heavenly language. Come on, just pray in your heavenly language right out, right out loud right now. Come on, there's you can pray in tongues and there's interpretation. That's prophecy. You can pray in your prayer language in a corporate time like this. That's just prayer. You're edifying yourself. Absolutely. Come on, build yourself up in your most holy faith right now. Pray in the Holy Ghost. you're doing in our midst for what we can see and what we just know by faith, confident assurance of what we even cannot see. You're a great God. You're a mighty God. Father of heavenly lights, whom there's no shadow of turning. Every good and perfect gift comes down from you. Release your blessing, God, upon your people tonight, right now, upon every man and every woman, every child. Touch them now, Lord. Touch them now, Jesus. Touch them now, Jesus. Be filled with the new wine of the Spirit of God. Be encouraged with might in your inner being tonight. God is performing and perfecting everything concerning you. Jesus. author and the perfecter, the finisher. We celebrate you, Lord. Oh, that you would rent the heavens. Oh, that you. 
divinely made you and you are you are unique your uniqueness has scared others at times and they've not known how to receive you there's a prophetic gifting and a seer gift that God has given you feel things and you have been misunderstood and as a result of that misunderstanding there's been those who've tried to categorize you and there's been much rejection haven't you found a place? 
your gifting is going to grow. And you're going to overcome all those obstacles and challenges. The best is yet to come. I just bless you as your pastor. I bless you. And then you need to hear this part too. We receive you. We receive you in this church. You are a special, precious gift. We love you in the Lord, sister. We release you just to be who you are. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on, that's it for a couple of you out there. Come on, just worship Him. Come on. Thank Him right out loud. Thank Him right out loud. Oh, Lord, we thank You. We thank You, Lord. We thank You, Jesus. We thank You, Jesus. Won't you give God a big whoop? Come on. Woo! Say hi to somebody. Won't you greet one another tonight in the name of the Lord. So blessed that you're here. Jesus, 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 Jesus,
love God tonight? Can you say Jesus? Okay, can you say Jesus, Jesus? Come on, mean it. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Can you say that? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Okay, you're almost there. You ready? I want you to just pretend you're all up in the islands or something. Get a little bit of skank going. Come on. I dare you. The mortuaries down the street. Church is a place of life, everybody. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, Come on. Christ. Come on, come on. Jesus, 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 Christ. Just the congregation, ready, go. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus Christ is the King. Come on! Jesus, 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 Jesus. Won't you give a shout to God tonight? Amen. You may be seated. So blessed you're here tonight. If it's your first time, we want to give you a special greeting. Anybody here for the first time? God bless you guys. Glad you're here. Anybody else? All right. Good. God bless you. Those that perhaps are online, let's put our hands together for these. God bless you. We're so glad you're here. Come on. Ready? One, two, three. God God bless you. Now, uh, ushers, if you'd help me, uh, we have a card. They're going to hand that to you. And, uh, and let me go on to say this. If you've moved recently or you're not getting an email from us, that means we don't have your email address. If you've moved recently, you haven't gotten a call from us recently just to bless you, um, you'll want to get one of these cards too so that we can just update our files. We want to we wanna help you. We want to be a blessing to you and uh, want to be a good pastor to you with our, with our team. We have uh, brought Barry Haggerty on, on the staff with us and uh, very thankful he's helping us administratively. And uh, it's just so good to be home. Been traveling for the past almost two weeks. And uh, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. I felt like getting some red slippers and praying in tongues and going, there's no place like home. Click my heels together. My mother sends her love and blessings uh, to you. Was, she was overwhelmed by, your, by the cards and uh, thanksgiving that you gave to God for her getting married. And she's madly in love with this, with this man. He's madly in love with her. And they're all married and... And uh, got one-way plane tickets to Maui. <laughs> Go crazy. <laughs> He's crazy. It's just they're acting like te- two teenagers, and I'm just cheering them on. Go for it. Come on. Amen. They're just uh, really excited, loving God, and going to church over there. And they, I think what they're going to do, they just packed very few clothes because they're going to go shopping. And then I think what they're going to do is buy winter clothes, and I think they're going to come up and visit us. So. We'll see. It'll be good. They might even be online tonight. Love you, Mom. God bless you. Uh, dad, Ed. <laughs> My new dad, Ed. Bless you. Uh, anyway, thank you. It's always good to have lots of fathers. Amen, spiritually speaking. And uh, just so blessed to be home. Uh, I do feel like I've been hit by a bus. Uh, got Got a bunch of jet lag happening, so if 
I'll probably what will happen, I've got a great word to preach to you out of Colossians. And uh, gonna going to do some exegesis, verse by verse, go through it. It's exegesis and eisegesis. Eisegesis is taking the word and pulling some things out and letting the word back up what you want to say. Exegesis is taking a text of scripture, moving through it verse by verse. And uh, when I'm tired, I usually do that. So anyway, it's a great message. I'll probably end up preaching because I can't. It's on the new life. New life in God. Anybody got a new life? All right. So we're going to get into that here in a bit. Let's take a moment to receive our, uh, our daily seed and our tithes. We're going to do it all together one time. One time. So we won't use the box. You just want to make sure if you're, if you're sowing a seed, uh, if you're sowing a seed, you put seed on that, on, the, on the envelope. We have seed envelopes too. Is that right? Seed envelopes and regular envelopes are all the same. All right. Sometimes we have seed envelopes. Anyway, let me tell you about the daily seed. We're pushing to reach our goal by the end of, what year is it? 2010. And uh, our goal is to have 12 more churches in the United States of America. We're close to that. Here for Alaska, we're going to push to see if we can't plant Fairbanks. And uh, so if you'll keep that in prayer, your daily seed will go towards that. We've planted Delta Junction just a little over a year ago. They're all in their new building. It's, uh, um, oh, hey, Mom. Hi, good. You want to say hi to the church? I was just bragging on you. Are you online right now or are you just getting it in the Holy Ghost? Okay, well, I'll put you on speakerphone. You can say hi to everybody. Hold on a sec. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, praise the Lord, Mom. There's only two people I would have answered the phone for. It's you and Jesus, and since it was you, I answered it. Amen. Love you. Love you, Mama. We'll talk to you soon. I love you, Mom. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Okay, so she's not online. She heard nothing that we said. My mother's so prophetic. Here's what she said. I wish you heard it because this is what she said. She says, we're on to new territory. It's on to Fairbanks, son. On to Fairbanks. I said, hallelujah. Come on, I'm saying it right now. Hallelujah. On to Fairbanks. I want you to say, on to Fairbanks. All right, we're definitely crazy. Making up for lost time. Thank you, Jesus. So we're going to sow some seed. That's our daily seed. And we're going to receive our tithes all in one shot. Usually we do it separate. We'll do it all together tonight. If you need an envelope, you want to sow a seed, or you want to into the vision of uh, King's Cathedral and Chapels here in Alaska. Again, our 12-12-12 vision, I almost finished saying it. Twelve more churches in the nation, United States of America, twelve more churches in the internationally, and twelve more churches in Hawaii. They just opened, I think our newest extension now is Hanalei. Newest extension is Hanalei on the island of Kauai. We prayed for that when I was there and pastoring, but Pastor Vince went ahead and took the mantle, cracked open Hanalei. And uh, it's an absolutely beautiful place. They're meeting there and church is growing. They meet on a Saturday night, which is probably what we'll do with Fairbanks. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, I used to think of some other stuff I did on a Saturday night. I'm not doing that anymore. I might as well go crazy for God. Amen. 
Right? Huh? Don't look at me with that religious tone of voice. Come on. Right? I know. I know some of you were out there on Saturday night. So you might as well do something for God now. Amen? All right. Ushers, would you come? presence of God. Did you know this is a very important act of worship right now? Do you know that? Lord, what can we say? What could we ever do? repay what you've done for us. Not that this is even in a, an effort to do that. It's just an act of obedience, an act of covenant that we're doing now. But Lord, I stand in awe of your great grace and your power. How you delivered us from the hand of the fowler. How you set us free from the snare. How you delivered us, oh God, from every bondage, every curse. I stand in awe, God, of your mighty hand, your outstretched arm, your great grace, your blood that still flows from Calvary tonight. I stand in awe. I stand in awe of, your, of who you are. You're, you're, you sent your Holy Spirit, the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, available for us who are believers. The same Spirit. Stand in awe of you, Lord. Bless this offering, God. I pray, meet every need. Release provision of every kind. Financial provision. Manna in the Word. Fresh revelation in the Word. Emotional provision. Help people. Bless people. Bless marriages and bless their children. Rebuke the devourer, Lord. Rebuke the devourer, God. Thank you that the heavens are open. The devourers rebuked. And the time of favor has come. Say with me, the heavens are open. The devourers rebuked. And the time of favor has come. Some of you need to say that over your life every single day until you believe it. It's the word. The devourers underneath your feet. Satan has no hold on you, as Jesus said. Satan has no hold on me. You need to stand and decree it over yourself. You're blessed. You're a royal priesthood. You're a holy nation. You're the head, not the tail. You're not supposed to grovel. You're supposed to rule. You're supposed to rule people with God. Different mentality. Get rid of the slave mentality. Get a rulership mentality. We're here to take over. Come on, say one more time. Say the heavens are open. The devourers rebuked. Time of favor has come. Amen. Bless the offering and the gift of the giver in Jesus' name. King of glory, have your glory. King of glory, have your glory. King of glory. Shines the brightest sun. 
Father, thank you. You are the great physician. And now in the name of Jesus, we command this attack over this precious daughter to be broken, her body to be healed, for wisdom, God, for all the medical doctors and professionals. Cause the pain to go. Raise her up out of that bedding tonight. Pain free. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise. Amen. Remain standing. Take your Bibles. Turn to the book of Colossians. Colossians. going to begin a series. I, I had hoped to preach this this morning, but as I was on my way, I got interrupted by the one who can interrupt me. That's my wife as well as the Lord. And um, really felt to preach the message that I preached this morning instead of this one, which we also brought forth in 
in Anchorage. Please be praying for Anchorage that God would give us a building. I do believe that uh, we're most likely going to secure a place in the middle of the week uh, on the University of Anchorage. Because there's a real uh, anointing on us as a team. And I believe that we're going to have what's called the University of Anchorage outpouring or awakening or something. And I know there's good campus ministry over there, but generally speaking, as much as I esteem and respect the campus ministry, very, and I don't know about that campus ministry, but generally speaking, there's great campus ministries, but very little emphasis or an outpouring of the Spirit, the gifts, prophecy, the, 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 the power gifts. There's a lot of teaching. It's good discipleship. But there oftentimes is a... The Holy Spirit's not allowed to move the way He wants to move. And I will tell you that this generation is so desperately hungry, so sick of religion, and just want God big time. And when we allow God to come, and I really think, I really think we're the one that holds Him back oftentimes. When we allow Him to come, everything's different. And we're just going to do our best to get out of the way. Let God come to that campus and we'll see what happens. So if you'll keep that in prayer, we'll see what he'll do. Colossians chapter 3. We're going to read verses 1 through 11. We do have notes for you, as is our custom. would encourage you to fill those out as we move along. If you don't have them, you can just wave your arms in the air like you just don't care, and one of the ushers will bring that to you. Okay, nobody's flailing, so I think we're okay. We're all right? All right. Colossians, reading from the New King James, Colossians chapter 3 and verse 1. If you then were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, seating at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on earth. For you died. Everybody say, you died. For you died. Now say, I died. I died. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you will also appear with Him in glory. Therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience, in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. But now you yourselves are to put off all of these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with its deeds, and have put on the new man who is renewed in the knowledge according to the image of him who created him. There is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, scathen, slave, nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Let's pray. Father, thank you for what you're going to do tonight. We give you praise. Come, move by your power. As your word goes forth, sharper than any two-edged sword, changes. Come on, just ask God to speak to you tonight. Come on, ask God to speak to you right now. Hallelujah. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. As I began to say earlier, it's a great privilege to study the Word. Generally speaking, 
uh, how we how I operate in this church as your pastor uh, is how would I say it? I would say that we teach the word exegesis with a thematic approach. So we'll pick themes and then we'll take texts and work through it, allowing the word, hopefully, allowing the word to speak to you louder than anything else. Because it's wonderful to come up with a story, you'll be able to communicate, and I'm thankful for some giftings like that. But if you don't ever hear the word, come on, if we preach from the Reader's Digest tonight, that's not going to help you. Right? Might be a nice story. But we're going to give you the word. We're always going to give you the word. And I, one of the things I love about our whole our whole network of our 65 different churches, it is a you know we're we're Pentecostal, charismatic, charismaniacs, whatever you want to call it. Spirit of God moves, but you get the word, and I'm thankful for that because sometimes you know if you well we say it this way: if all you do is have the word, people, you will dry up. If all you do is have the spirit, you will blow up. So you need both to grow up. You need both. All right. Some of you ought to write that in the inside sleep of your Bible. So we're going to look at the, at the book of Colossians. And it's a series of messages I'll do from Colossians. This one I've entitled, Living the New Life. Living the New Life. Now what does it mean to be a Christian? This is a really a fundamental message that some of you just really need to be, need be, be reminded. Others of you never heard it before. What does it mean to be a Christian? If you were to ask the Apostle Paul that, he'd probably say something like what he said in Colossians. In Colossians 2.13 it says, And you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made alive together with him, having forgiven you all of your trespasses or your sins. Or Colossians 2.20, Therefore, if you died with Christ from the basic principle of the world, why, as though living in the world, do you subject yourselves to its regulations? Died with Christ, yet we live. I'm crucified with Christ, no longer I that live. But Christ lives in me. Colossians 3.1 If you were raised with Christ, seek the things that are above. This is the NIV. Where Christ is, seating it at the right hand of God. Literally, being a Christian means, being belo- means becoming a new person. Being a Christian literally means becoming, you've become new. You become a brand new person. John 3 talks about being born again. Jesus and Nicodemus. Come on, somebody say, I'm a new person. I don't know about you, man, but when I first heard that and got a hold of it, I got pretty excited because I didn't like the old guy too much. He caused me lots of pain, lots of problems, the old guy. Come on, somebody say, I'm new. 2 Corinthians 5.17 is a favorite scripture of mine. It says, if any man is in Christ, he's a, he's a new creation. Or a new creature. The old is gone. The new has new has come. Come on, say, I'm a new creation. And you're being renewed. You're, you're unique to this world. God has created, literally, because what Jesus has done, the final Adam, God has created a new, a new race. That's you and I. Now it says in Colossians 2, I believe it's verse 8. Let me see. Beware. Everybody say beware. 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 Right? Beware. That's a big warning. 
In Hawaiian, it's kapu. It just sounds like you want to stay away from that. Kapu. Kapu, bra. Kapu. Like, beware. So Paul says in, in Colossians 2, verse 8, Beware, lest anyone cheats you through philosophy, through empty deceit, according to the traditions of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. Let me say the NIV, I like it better. Beware lest somebody spoils you. Have you ever spelled spoiled me? Nasty. Van 27 on our fleet back in Maui. I borrowed, doing a young adult ministry, and bought a big piece of prime rib. I mean a big piece. Big piece of prime rib. We're having this big party, and I was going to cook it with my wife. It was frozen, and we didn't get it out to thaw in time. But in Maui, the beautiful sun is really radiant, hot, and inside vehicles, it's even hotter. So we just figured, you know what, that would be a perfect way to, to my, my wife didn't figure that, I figured it. I figured that'd be a perfect way to defrost a beautiful piece of prime rib, get it in the oven just in time to cook it up to serve everybody. The only problem is I just sort of threw it on the floor, all in its wrapper. I figured, well, you know, I probably should have put it in a pan. But when I showed back up, oh, it was beautifully thawed with blood everywhere, all under the seats. Now, I wiped it up. There was only one problem. It went underneath the mats, went all the way down into all of that stuff. And uh, today... You don't want to drive Van 27. And you couldn't hardly get in Van 27 without losing your lunch because it had spo- the blood rotted and spoiled. That's what he's saying. Beware. Kapu. Don't be spoiled. That means that we actually can be spoiled through philosophy. You know what philosophy is? Shoot, I might not even get to the message I want to preach. Jesus, help me. Philosophy is the way I see it is. Here's philosophy, the way I see it. Philosophers, they're basically saying, this is the way I see it. Who cares how the way somebody sees it is? That's cute and all. But if you're not living according to what the Word of God says, then you're going to be spoiled. You're going to be messed up. Cheated, says the New King James. Wow. So to be uncheated, look, there's a place where God wants you to live as a new person, as a new creature. There's a new life for you. And maybe you've been saved 30 years or 40 years or 5 years or or a week. It doesn't matter. You need to take a look here at this text. We're going to look at it. We're going to look at what this new life, what does that mean? And we're going to look at four basic things that Paul tells us, four basic commands that Paul gives us as new creatures, as new people. It's going to help you, youth. It's going to set you free. It's going to help you. All right. A biblical philosophy, look at B, biblical psychology, pardon me, must take into account the transforming work of Christ in the life of a believer. It's not just knowledge, people. It's not just you've attained some knowledge, you've got a new rule book. That there's, there's something that happens that's supernatural when Jesus comes into your heart, when you repent of your sin. There's something happening in you. You're being transformed. Come on, somebody say, I'm being transformed. Come on, transformed. The Greek word is metamorpho. From a, a, an inchworm or a caterpillar, rather, would be transformed or go through a process of metamorphosis. That light is extremely hot. So you want to be real careful of it, okay? She'll get burned, please. 
The process of metamorphosis is a process by which a caterpillar becomes a butterfly. That's what you and I are going through. Come on. You're being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so, you know, one of the things that I, I wish that we had done, I thought, there's certain folks I just wish I took a before and after picture of. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? I have seen people come into this church, look like they got run over by the bus and kicked to the curb. I mean, their complexion, everything about them, just everything about them. They're hurting, they're broken, they're sad, they're brokenhearted, their, their health is, is, in, is in trouble, they're in disarray, they're confused. They've come in, they've received Jesus, and in a very short period of time, that very same person that came in is radiant like that light over there. They just, ah, I'm in church. And I, I just, before, anybody seen before and after like that? It's amazing. All of a sudden, the lights are on, and they're looking at you. Hi, praise the Lord. But the Lordship of Christ is seen in the way that we live. Now, this message, I'm not going to preach long to you, but I'm just going to tell you, it's going to hurt. All right. If you want to talk to somebody about how bad it hurts, talk to God because it's going to come right out of the text. All right. I, I'm going to be as sweet as I can, but it's going to say it. The Lordship of Christ is seen in the way that you live. You can study the Word and have all kinds of big ideas and understand the, the, the hermeneutical, pseudopocryphal, the eschatology of the day, the consummation of the age. If it doesn't fit in your, if it doesn't come down to the, where the rubber meets the road and you're able to live for Jesus and change your family, change your life, change your community, it really is worth nothing. All theology, if it doesn't bring, if it, theology is supposed to be played out in your life. It's not supposed to be some lecture that you learn and have some notes on and you can come and tell everybody what you know. That's stupid. That's religion, okay? All theology, if it doesn't bring you into a deeper encounter with God, change your life and those around you is, is useless. So theology is supposed to be played out. Truth is supposed to be played out in your life every day. Now, given that, our relationship with Christ, look at D. Our relationship with Christ must be the most important thing in life to us. For our new life is in Christ. Christ is in us. Your relationship with Jesus is paramount. If you're going to live in this new life, the one who's living in you and you're in him, how many of you know you better have that relationship in order? So four basic commands that Paul gives right here from the text. Verse 1. The NIV says, set your heart on things above where Christ is. The first thing is A, seek. Everybody say seek. How to live in your new life. The first thing is seek. Everybody say seek. How to live in your new life. Seek. Seek what? Well, really, you're seeking God as a result of Him seeking you. And that's number one. Our seeking God as a response to Him seeking us. Luke 19.10 says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. Our seeking really is no other, no, nothing other than a response to Him touching us. You know, I've heard people say, well, you just need to look within. You need to look within. I'm going to tell you something. I've looked inside. It's really ugly. Christianity is not looking within. Now, I'm not talking about a self-examination. There's to be, so you're to examine yourself to find out whether you have things in you that need to go. That, that's absolutely true. But if you're looking within to find some greater truth within you, you're looking in the wrong place. It'll be very depressing. 
Okay? Because the, the heart is deceitfully wicked above all else. You want to look in, look within. Look within. You're going to find den meds bones in there. You've got to set your heart on things above. You've got to look up. Amen? Come on, look at, look at your notes. Not inward, but upward. Four commands. Set your heart on things above where Christ is. Your, our response to seeking Him is because He basically found us, you know? I mean, I desperately wanted Him, but I didn't even know what that meant. He's the one that reached and touched me when I was on the edge of a mud puddle. Do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, come on, God is the one who touched us. And in response to that, I'm like, oh, I love you. We're not supposed to look inward. We're supposed to look upward. He's seated at the right hand of God. You're supposed to look upward. We're supposed to seek His presence. Fill in the notes. We're supposed to seek His holiness. We're supposed to seek His power. Him being seated in heavenly places, we're to seek His power. Why? To be in power to change our lives, but also to change the earth. We're to seek His intervention. Now the second command that Paul gives on living a new life, how to live in the new life, the first one is seek. The second one is to set your mind on things above. You know, God's will and purpose for your life. Set your mind on that. You know, I've had times in my life where I've been so confused. I've had times in my life where I've just not known which way to go, didn't know the forest from the trees. As a believer, I'll tell you, even even as we go through trials in ministry, I'm going to tell you, been through church stuff, been through all kinds of stuff, what holds me, what holds me in the storm, is my love for God, yes, but what God has called me to do, I know why I'm here. I'm here to bring in all. I'm here to love God and to deliver men. That is the purpose for my life. Now, anytime I start looking around to think about something else, my life is not about making money, but God will give me the money to do that. You see, provision comes through vision. Provision follows vision. When you understand what God's called you to, you keep focused on that. Come on, Isaiah says it. Isaiah says, him whose mind is stayed on him, he'll keep it perfect peace. When I have all kinds, I've found oftentimes the enemy will try to stir up stuff in the periphery to keep me from, from focusing on what I've been called to do. And you get distracted by that stuff. You're trying to fix all that. that come on. Some, you know, sometimes people got to change their own shorts. You know, there comes a time when a baby, look, come on. I've got some children, if they were still in diapers, baby, we'd have some definite, some developmental problems. Set your mind on things above. Think on things that are eternal. Look at two. Look, if you think about eternity, you focus on that, it will change your life. It'll change your life. Your attitude will change. Some of you need an attitude change. You know, there's times in my life where I am acutely aware of the words that come forth from my mouth. And there's other times where I'm getting, I'll get a little relaxed. I don't have a cursing problem. I got rid of that when I got saved. But just idle talk. When you th- set your heart, you set your mind on the things of eternity, your mouth will shift. Our reward will be Our reward will, will be that when we, we appear with Him in glory, it's going to be a tremendous reward. Our, our reward will appear with Him in glory. Look at three. 
Now there's a third command, and here's where it's going to sting. So the third command, now on those who are new creations. Anybody a new creation here? All right. If you're not, we can remedy that later. Put to death. Everybody say, put to death. Woo, here we go. Praise the Lord. Put to death. What do you mean? Wait a minute, Pastor. What do you mean put to death? May I suggest that you'll have to put to death your fallen human nature, baby, until you breathe your last. You will have to put to death your flesh every day. Every day? Every day. Our life is a consistent putting to death. Fill in the notes right there. Our life is a consistent putting to death. When someone offends you, God, I have to put it to death. You know, I, there's a movie that reminds me of some Christians. It's called The Return of Frankenstein. They're coming off the cross all the time. It's the old guy. Oh, When I was a kid, we had a dog. It was a blue tick coon hound. Anybody know what a blue tick coon hound is? All right, all, all of you coon hound hunter people. It was the finest blue tick coon hound. It had just had a wonderful chop. Man, that dog was great. Would walk us to the bus. I mean, it was our nanny. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? The dog was, the dog was, you know, our nanny. When I was, when I was hurting, the dog would come and comfort me. And I'll tell you a little secret. When I was a kid, my my whole family doesn't even know this. You ready, Hannah? When I was a kid, I used to cuddle up to my dog, Missy, and suck on her little coon dog ears, and it would encourage me. They got the nicest ears. You ever seen their ears? Oh, yeah. But it'd make me as... It'd put a smile on my face like a tick... Like a, like a tick on a skinny dog. Put a smile on my face. That's right. Anyway, that's for all you Southerners. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Well, Missy died. It, I'm going to tell you, I cried. And uh, I know the place we buried her. We went out in our back. We had a beautiful home built in the early 1800s. Went out in the back, dug a grave, and put her in there and buried her. Now, you want to tell me how, how insane it would be I wanted to play with my dog to go out and dig her up. But you'd, you'd commit somebody like that. That's not right, right? But but y'all do it all the time. Come on, Lord, help us right now, Jesus. Woo! Look, your, your, your old man is dead, but you keep letting him get out of the ground. It's the return of Frankenstein. You've got to reckon yourself dead. You've got to make. You've got to command that thing to stay dead, people. All right, I think I'm getting through to maybe three or four people. Everybody say, "Put to death." Paul deals here with the the actual outward things that the nature does. Put to death outward actions of fornication and uncleanness. The word 
uncleanness. Same word used in Romans 1.24. means perversion. Put to death perversion. Fornication is, is sex outside of the covenant of marriage. Adultery, adultery is, is the act with a married person. Both married, either or. And then Paul takes a look at what produces those actions, and it's the inward desires of lust. So he, he then says, deals with lust, evil desires, and covetousness. Let me, verse, verse 5, NIV now. Therefore put to death your members which are on earth. Fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry. The inside drive of lust, evil desires, and covetousness. How many throw in covetousness? You know, it's an interesting thing. I know we have children here, so I'll be very careful, but it's important to, 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 to say it. And there's nothing wrong with the Word. I mean, the Word of God. To hide things from your Word, you need to teach kids right and all of that. And I'm not going to be graphic at all, but I do want to say that covetousness, it's interesting that he, that he puts those all together covetousness or greed because really really it's greed that drives people to lust because they're, they're desiring something that they don't have something that doesn't belong to them y'all you youth listening to me or you text y'all y'all all right good you got to put that stuff to death ladies and gentlemen you got to put it to death Lust, evil desires, covetousness. And it talks about which is idolatry. Look at number four. Y'all got notes? Sex outside of marriage is idolatry. It's idolatry. And I'm going to tell you something. Our, our, our nation worships this stuff. It's worshipped. You know, I went to. Ah, Jesus, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you that. I just saw some things on my trip that blew my mind. Let me say that. It's worshipped. It's worshipped, and it should not be so. It's idolatry. You know, there's just just this last uh, two years ago statistics, 1.9 million children born to unmarried people. The cohabitation thing, there's a whole lie about that. You cohabitate, then you get to really work things out and see if you're able to be married. No, I'm going to tell you something that's a lie. It's a lie. Bible's still true today. Look at five. I should go on to say that people, the, the average couple, you want to hear some of these statistics? Average couple that gets together outside of marriage, stays together for 18 months. That's the average. It used to be 24, but it's 18 now. 18 months and the relationship's over. And so then what you have... I'm on, I'm on, I'm, somebody start interceding. I'm going to go way over the heads of everybody I can go over the heads on, so you'll just have to think, okay? What actually happens when... When that union takes place outside of a covenant which is forever, 
then a piece from her is taken and a piece from him is taken and it remains literally apart from them until somebody can pray over that person and break those soul ties. Spiritually speaking, you get a part of that person, they get a part of you. If there's, multiple, if there's, if there's a, a lifestyle of that and there's multiples and you basically can end up fractured and there's been people that are, that are psychotic, multiple personalities, and they've found it's been because of promiscuity. I mean, promiscuity is evident. One of the, a, a Christian a preacher might say it's been because of promiscuity. I will say that promiscuity is evident in every one of those cases. Kind of amazing. They've also found with youth, listen now, that when that happens in, the, in, the, in, a, in, in a person, at the age that that happens, we're talking about the, I'm, y'all with me? Not, because I'm going over kids' heads on purpose. When that union takes place, when that union takes place outside of the covenant, which is forever between you and God and that person, that their emotional, their, their emotions are frozen at whatever age that is. So if it's 15, you'll find a 15-year-old who gets engaged in that kind of a thing. As they grow up, at a certain level, their emotions still 15 and they're frozen there. They've proven this. Kind of amazing. Why? Because it's, it's, really, it's sin, it's idolatry, and it messes you up. So, that's great, Pastor. What do you do about us folks if we're messed up? Well, you can get prayed for and get healed and live as a new creature in Christ. Come on, that's what he says. That's what some of you were. Come on, you don't need to raise your hand, but the good news is you don't have to stay broken. You don't have to stay stuck on stupid. You can get healed. Five, God's wrath will be on those who've made self their God. Which is really what it's all it's all about, you know, it's all about me. Our whole culture is all about this. This whole message is is you know not a popular message. This is right out of Colossians three. I'm not making this stuff up. It's right here. God's wrath is released on those who made self a God. Don't let anything rob you in this life that's that's not from God. Don't don't let anything rob you of your relationship with God. If your right hand offends you, cut it off. Now, now, literally, Jesus is saying, if your right hand offends you, cut it off. He's not literally saying, go cut off your right hand if it offends you. But what he is saying is it would be better off for you to have one of your members thrown into hell than for all of you to be thrown in. So you have to deal with it. Cut it off. Deal with it. Reckon itself dead. If he was to say to cut off your hands, then you know that we'd just be like the one-eyed, one-handed church. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Well, I'm worshiping God today. How are you? Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Well, what happened to your hand? Well, you know, praise the Lord. He's not saying cut off your hand. He's saying that it would be better for you to be to have that happen. Now, listen, your, your hand doesn't have a mind of its own. You, can, you, you control your members of your body. All right. The fourth thing is put away. Verse 8. Let me read it to you. But now you yourselves are to put off these, or put away these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another since you, since you put off the old man with its deeds. The first thing you need to put away is anger. It's two words really here. There's a, a seething anger. That's that which is like beneath the surface. And there's a, a, a sorge. It's an explosive anger. 
God's anger comes from His holiness. Somebody said, what about righteous indignation, Pastor? I don't think that man can have righteous indignation. That's my personal opinion. Why? Because the second he had, he'd mess it up. That doesn't mean that, you know, God does get angry over things. Like, God hates divorce, right? He, I mean, he, he does get angry. How many of you know that His wrath was released on Jesus so that it is not released on you? God, God's justice and His love demands justice. So that's why Jesus had to die. Otherwise, how could He punish Satan for saying that He will ascend to the sides of the north and throw him out? That wouldn't be fair. God is fair. God is the definition of just. He had to deal with your sin. He had to deal with mine if He was going to have a family. But don't let the sun go down in your wrath. As a new creature, as a new creation, you have to put these things off. Put off your anger. If you have an anger problem, you need to get over it. Anger usually is a cover for hurt. You need to get healed. Some of you use anger like a, like a voodoo stick. Watch out now. Listen to this. Some of you use anger to manipulate people and control people. You're going to get all mad. Come on with your kids. Oh, I'm going to get convicted. But I'm going to say it anyway. Come on, if you're using anger to lord over your children, to control them to obey you, anytime you use anger to control anybody, you've introduced a demonic principle. God does not use anger to manipulate you to do anything, ever. He uses love. It's His kindness. It leads us to repentance. Now, there is the truth of consequences of hell. Hell is a reality. You go there if you don't have Jesus, if, you're not, if His blood isn't over your sin. You know, it's not His fault. You've made that choice. Right? So there's consequences. But when, if we use anger to manipulate our kids, to make them fear us, I'm going to tell you, what you need to put in your children, can I tell you? Parents, you need to put in your kids a moral warehouse. I could ask Hannah. I'm not going to put her on the spot. We're working on it. I'm not a perfect parent. But God's helping us. What we're putting in our kids is a moral warehouse. So Hannah obeys not because she's going to get in trouble. If you ask your kids why they obey, and if they say to you, because I don't want to get a spanking or I don't want to get in trouble, that is absolutely positively the wrong answer. Because when they grow up, you're not there anymore, baby. And if they don't know how to control themselves and live for God because God's Word says don't steal, in other words, they're not stealing now because they're going to get a spanking, wrong motive. You need to teach them to love God. And not use anger as a... And the truth is, you know, I'm not there yet. I'm working on it. Sometimes I get a little irritated. Uh, Anybody else get irritated? But we've got to put off anger. You know, if you're just angry with your spouse all the time, something's wrong. You need to deal with it. And don't let the sun go down on your anger and give foothold to the devil. Think about that. Don't let the, put a time limit on your anger. You need to let it go. You need to let it go. And, and, and forgive people. And trust God to work it out. Some of you have been ripped off horribly. Wrong. You need to forgive that person. Let God deal with it. And when God fixes their wagon, if I could quote my mama, when God fixes somebody's wagon, baby, that wagon's fixed. You need to put off anger. Everybody say put off anger. You need to put off malice. People who say things just to hurt other people. Don't do that. You ever know somebody just says stuff to hurt people? Don't do it. Blasphemy. Now, that's often thought of blaspheming God. And it's true. Don't do that. But did you know you could blaspheme your friend, your neighbor? You could blaspheme your pastor, your life group leader. You talk stink about them. You talk rotten stuff about them. You're undermining them. You're blaspheming them. You can blaspheme each other. Did you know that? 
filthy language. Now, if you have a problem with your mouth, ladies, just get a bar of soap, put it in your purse. Every time you have one of those curses come out, just pull that bar of your, of your purse and suck on it. Suck on that soap. That'll help you. Oh, yeah. Men, you could get one of those rope-a-dope soap things, put it around your neck. Your mouth is important because you'll be judged by the words that you speak. The very words he heard you say, he said to the, to the Israelites, that I will do. By your mouth you're justified. By your mouth you are condemned. The mouth is the tongue, is the power of life and death. James talks about that. If you're letting filthy stuff come out of your mouth, which is really just an expression of what's in your heart, you need to put it off. It's counseling somebody. And they just, you know, beep, they just full-on cursed. And he said, excuse my French. Yeah, I hadn't been saved real long. He said, just excuse my French. And I used to, I used to just blow it off. But I figure I'm not doing that anymore. So the last time it happened, I said, French, nothing, brother. you got a foul mouth, man. And you, you need to, you know, you need to knock it off. You need to get a bar of soap or whatever. You need to deal with that. We were in the airport this close to dealing with a youth that was on a phone talking about all kinds of stuff. I did. I usually do. I let it roll. I usually say things, hey, man, what's up? You kiss your mom with that mouth? You kiss your mother with that mouth? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. We're supposed to, as new creatures, you're supposed to put that off. Amen? Don't lie to each other. Come on, I'm almost done. Don't what? Don't lie to each other. Exaggeration. Preachers have, preachers have a problem with that usually. Exaggeration's lying. The fish was so big, man. It's huge. You know, it's like this big, and you're all out here. Exaggeration is really you saying how God should have done it. Don't lie. Liars go to hell. Come on, don't get mad at me. Come on, you want me to preach the word I am? This is all in there. I'm preaching the word to you. All right. Let's look at Roman numeral three. New life is lived in the context of community. It's really talking about church. Now, church is God's idea. Okay? Why do I have to go to church? I don't like going to church. If you don't like fellowship with other believers, something's wrong with your salvation, people. Now, there's been a lot of abuse in church. I understand that. And as I've been up here in Alaska, for I can hardly believe it. But, well, I think this... I need to go look, but I think this this next weekend, I think, is four years I've been your pastor. It's gone by so fast. Yeah, praise God, it's been fun. Oh, best is yet to come. Come on, we just started, amen? Best is yet to come. But church is, you know, church is, you know, my idea, it's God's idea. He said, I will. It's God's will. I will build my church. The gates of hell will not prevail. It's God's idea. Your new life is supposed to live out in the context of people. Listen, the monastic movement, while God used it to save the world, save the word through the monastic movement, the Catholics and St. Timothy and, and different ones, St. Jerome locked himself in, locked himself in and, and translated the word of God, wrote the word out painstakingly for like 60 years. But the, but 
a new creation, new life is not supposed to be lived in the context of, of, of seclusion, although God has used that. It's supposed to be lived in the context of community so that your whole family can see how different you are, so people who know you can see how changed you are, so that you can be in a, in a, in a covenant community of people so that when we, we start doing something that's weird or off, we can have somebody who loves us enough to tell us. Yeah, if you can't if you can't live out your new life with people in the context of community, something's wrong. News flash. All right. Old self was taken off, new self was put on. No old self practices. Some of you need to change some stuff that you're doing. You need to get rid of it. Because you're a new creation, right? Your new self is constantly being renewed in knowledge. Look at verse 10. Having put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Look, we're here so we can be renewed, people. You're hearing messages like this so you can be renewed. Come on, so you can be made new. Come on, you want to have victory? This is how you train for victory. Put off this stuff. Live as a new creation. Get over some of these things. Amen? You want to become more like our creator. Verse 10. There's neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, skeeton, slave or free, but Christ is an all in all. We're supposed to become like Him, like our Creator. And we become part of the community where there should be no divisions at all. There should be no divisions at all. We love God. Micah, would you come? You guys get something? I'm teaching you a little bit tonight. Come on, Colossians 3. We're new creatures. And there's, a, there's, there's four commands of how you to live out as that new life. So, so what now, Pastor? The point is, after hearing this message, you have to ask yourself, how are you doing? Have you put off anger, malice, blasphemy? Are you lying? Are you exaggerating? How you, how, are you living? Are you living this thing? Because if you're not, you've got to check yourself. Don't play church. This is not some religious game we're playing. Very real. Consequences are high. Live in this new context of a community. You know why? So that we can be a testimony to the earth. We can be a testimony to the rest of the world of how a people who can live together different color skin from different backgrounds and we can love each other deeply from the heart you know my experience in church has been nothing but an unbelievable blessing I I got saved in this church I got raised up in this church and I know there's some churches that aren't so healthy and all of that I don't know anything about any of that all I know is I've been nurtured and loved deeply. And that, that literally, I think it's changing a little bit now, but people in church, became, my, my brothers and sisters are closer than my own family. I think that's changing a little bit now. God's doing something in my family. It's great. But for years, I'm going to tell you, I, my family didn't, my dad didn't talk to me, man. He just thought I was the old guy. My brothers in Christ, they trust me with their kids. My father wouldn't talk to me because he'd think I'm just going to do something crazy. 
You've got to develop relationships, people. Because this whole new this whole new life is worked out in the context of community. And when you bump up against somebody who irritates you, that is a divine appointment from heaven. If you've got something that could be irritated on the inside of you, I'm not talking about sin. I'm not talking about unrighteousness. I'm just talking about the way somebody might wear their hair. How they worship. Or praise or whatever. Some people like swinging from the chandeliers. Other people just like getting touched with their hands in their pockets. Which one's right? None. Neither. It's all good. Now, if you're bound, you can look. You can be swinging from the chandelier and be filled with demons. I've known people. I've known, I've known people totally bound. They look like they're worshiping free, but really, it's an act. I've seen that. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying we're going to live as new creatures in Christ, in community. Amen. And we'll be a testimony of the earth through all of your families. We've been made new. Come on, stand up on your feet. New life. Father, thank you for what you've done. Examine yourself if you've got any of this stuff. Come on. If you've got all against your brother, you've got issues, you just need to let it go. Start afresh. Live as a, live as a new creature in Christ. Now, I'm... I'm I'm aware that some people might be here and might not be new in Christ, might not have ever given your heart to Jesus in a real way. If that's you, you've not given your heart to the Lord, you've got to do it tonight. Do it tonight. Don't wait. Don't wait. If you're not right with God, get right with Him. I'm not talking about joining a church. I'm talking about being made right with God. Receiving His forgiveness, His blood over your sin so that you can be made spotless and whole. If that's you, you want to give your heart to Jesus the first time or make a recommitment maybe. Maybe you've been giving your heart to the Lord before, but you want to make a recommitment. If that's you, would you slip your hand up right now? I want to get right with God. Right now, just lift your hand. Anybody? God bless you. Anybody else? I want to get right with God. Raise your hand. Say, that's me, Pastor. You want to be included in this prayer. You're not right with God. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else? Perhaps you're online or listening by podcast. Let's just pray right out loud. Just just right out loud. Say, Dear Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. And thank you for rising again from the grave. Forgive me of all my sin. Come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Wash me. Cleanse me. And make me new. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Amen. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for these precious people who've given their hearts afresh to you in recommitment or for the first time or just making an affirmation of their faith. I ask now by the power of your Holy Spirit that you would fill them and touch them. I ask also for all of us Lord, that you would shine the light of your spirit as your word is going forth and you would convict us of places that are out of order where we might have used anger to manipulate or where there might be malice in our lives. That we would put off the old man and put on the new one. 
we would reckon ourselves alive in Christ. We'd not be the return of Frankenstein or peel ourselves off of the cross. Lord, we would stay new in you, being renewed in the knowledge of our Creator daily. Heal people tonight. Touch people tonight. Free those who are stuck in patterns. There's people here, you're stuck in a pattern of, a pattern of what I call a pattern of, of, of captivity. God wants to free you right now. Some of you have an anger problem. You need to deal with it. You need to talk about it. You need to get some stuff out. You need to talk about what happened. You need to get healed. Lord, heal your people. Break the patterns of captivity in the name of Jesus. Captivity can come because of your own choices and decisions and patterns, and it can also come as a result of another's, another person's decision and patterns. And you can be caught in that captivity, a web in that. God wants to free you. God wants to help you. So you could be and live as a new creature in Christ. Brand new. New life. Not old life. Not tormented. Not half dead. Fully alive in God. Say this to me. Say, Lord, I put off the old man, the old life, and I put on the new. I'm a new creature. I'm a new creation. Help me to live with eternity in mind. Help me to fulfill all of my purpose in you. Fill me with your spirit. Come on, ask Him to fill you right now. Fill me with your spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Take someone by the hand. I hope that you got encouraged tonight. Put off the old man and put on the new. Put off the old man Put on the new. Father, thank you for what you've done tonight. And Lord, I pray, God, again, for the Barton family, Lord, that you touch them. That you touch them, God. You, you touch all of us, God, as we grieve the loss of Claire. We celebrate that she's with you and we look forward to seeing her again. And God, I pray. Now, I'm going to interrupt my prayer and say Wednesday, Wednesday, 4.30, right here, all right? It's going to be a celebration of her life. God's coming to that. It's going to be a great time. <laughs> I just feel like I feel God's joy kind of over it in a way. You know, it's going to be a time of comfort, but a lot of people are going to come. People are going to get touched. Wow, awesome. So, Father, we thank you for, for the promise of heaven. For all that you've done in our lives today and what you're going to do tomorrow and Tuesday and Wednesday. Ha ha. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Bring us back Sunday morning. God, we just give you praise and glory. Lord, use us in our new life.
to impact the community, to impact others in covenant in the church. We give you praise and glory for saving us for such a time as this. Bless your people. God calls your face to shine upon them. Lift up your countenance towards them. Be gracious to them. Keep them and give them peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Praise God. We'll see you Tuesday night. Holy Ghost night, 730. Ministry to the whole family. Praise God. Bless you. Hey, don't forget about Pumpkin Patch. We've got these posters and flyers. And uh, if you want to donate candy, there's a candy donation station right over there. We also need help. You sign up. Be a part of that. God bless you. Sure is good to be home. We love you. Praise God.
Keep coming. 